Welcome to the Careers Aim podcast, where each episode we spend a few minutes focusing on something which is on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Ray, an employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter. You can catch up on our last series and keep up with our regular releases by doing all of those subscribing, following type things on Spotify, iTunes and Podbean. In this episode, we'll be looking at postgraduate study and the things you need to consider if you think this option is for you. Many students consider postgraduate study after their degree, and there are a number of reasons why this might be the right choice for you. You love your current course and want to study it or a variant of it to a higher level. You want to enter a specific career path, for example, teaching, which requires further study. You want to study a new subject area, perhaps one that might be more vocational or open up career prospects in a particular sector. As a result, you might feel that having higher qualifications can give you an edge in the employment market. Or you may want it to help you progress to a higher level qualification, such as a PhD. There are many reasons why postgraduate study could be a great idea, but you'll need to weigh up the pros and cons to make sure that it's the best option for you. So what can you do? If you're considering a master's degree, there are two main methods of study. Firstly, taught courses, which are delivered through lectures, seminars, lab work, etc. They will have core and optional modules and assessments, including exams, projects and a dissertation. Or, research-based courses have a blend of research and taught elements. The assessment is usually a dissertation or project, and often this research can form the basis of a doctorate. Postgraduate certificates and diplomas can be academic or vocational, and often include placements. Some offer the option to convert your degree into another career area, such as the graduate diplomas in law or psychology. For some careers, these courses are essential. For example, the Postgraduate Certificate in Education, PGCE, is the traditional requirement for teaching in UK schools. Often, postgraduate diplomas can be topped up to gain masters by submitting a dissertation. And a PhD involves independent research into a chosen topic under the supervision of an academic. There may be some taught units, but the doctorate is awarded on the production of a thesis of around 50 to 60,000 words, which contributes new knowledge and is worthy of publication. PhDs last three to four years full time or five to seven years part time. A PhD is essential for a career in academia and is highly valued by employers for roles in research and development. Most applicants will have a master's degree, although some exceptional students may be able to start their doctorate directly after their undergraduate studies. This is a good point to hear from Exeter student Chrissy talking about the things she considered when thinking about postgraduate study. I think the best thing to do is think about whether postgraduate study is right for you. So if there's a particular career you're interested in, having a postgraduate degree in a relevant subject could give you an edge. In my case, my master's degree was a stepping stone to a PhD, which I'm starting in September. So it was definitely the right choice for me. But it might also be useful for the kind of sector or job you want to go into. Maybe it would give you a chance to specialise within a certain area or show that you can carry out extended pieces of work. Postgraduate study can be expensive, so it's important to think about whether it's right for you personally. Make sure that you do your research. If you're passionate about your subject, that's a good sign. You want postgraduate study to boost your credentials and help you reach your career goals. In the third section of this podcast on postgraduate study, we're going to consider where you might study and how much it will cost. So where can you study? 
There are over 150 higher education institutions in the UK, most of them offering postgraduate courses, so taking time to choose the right place to study is important. Consider the subject and type of course you're looking for, and research where it's available via websites like prospects, findamasters.com or findaphd.com. Always read the university prospectus or website. All courses are structured differently and modules and options vary, so make sure the content is suitable for you. Investigate the careers that graduates who have completed the course have gone on to do next. If the course is vocational, does the university have links with relevant employers and will it help you find appropriate work experience? If you intend to undertake a PhD, who will your supervisor be? Are they experienced at supervision and a recognised expert in their field? Is there a strong research group in the area you're interested in? If you can, visit the university and or speak to the staff to get a feel for the place. Consider the institution's support and other services available to students. Look at living costs and, if appropriate, the availability of part-time employment. Studying in a different place will bring new challenges and opportunities. Measure this against the familiarity of staying here at Exeter University. What do you feel will suit you best? So how much will it cost? As Chrissy mentioned, undertaking postgraduate study can be expensive. The average cost of a taught master's degree in the UK is around £8,000, but postgraduate fees can vary greatly between different subject areas and universities. You'll also need to factor in living costs and other study expenses. So knowing how much you'll have to pay for postgraduate study will make your search for funding more effective and help you budget during your course. There are a range of funding opportunities available to support postgraduate students. Master's degree loans and PhD loans are available to students in the UK, which help to cover fees and living costs. The money is paid to you and only needs to be repaid when you're earning over £21,000 a year. Scholarships and bursaries are provided by universities, government and other organisations. The advantage of these is that they don't have to be repaid. So start with the universities you're considering to see what scholarships and bursaries they offer. Some universities provide scholarships for students and recent alumni who would like to stay to progress their studies. For example, the University of Exeter's Progression Scholarship and the Alumni Scholarship offer this year's and previous graduates 10% discount for the first year of the tuition fees. There are also additional scholarships for international students. You can access bursaries for professional training, such as teaching or nursing, and there are also charities, trusts and grant awarding bodies that offer funding too, although this option is unlikely to cover the full cost of study. If you plan to study a PhD, you may be eligible for non-repayable research council studentships, which can cover fees or living expenses, and these are administered by universities. Employer sponsorship is possible if you're already in employment and the course you're hoping to study is relevant to your job and benefits the company in some way. You'll need to convince your employer that sponsoring you is worth the money and time and your hours and workload may need to be rearranged to fit around your studies, so it's not a decision to be taken lightly. Portfolio funding describes how many students fund their studies, which essentially comprises a mixture of loans, part-time jobs and perhaps some money from charitable trusts or other sources of funding. 
You may also want to consider part-time or distance learning as a way to spread the cost of postgraduate study. So I hope that this has been a useful overview of the things to consider when you're thinking about postgraduate study. As Chrissy mentioned, it's important to do your research and make sure it's right for you. If you need further help with this, why not sign up to our postgraduate study workshop via My Career Zone and take a look at websites like Prospects, Target Postgrad and Findermasters.com to get more detailed information. We're here to help too, and you can speak to a member of staff from CareerZone to get one-to-one -one impartial guidance to discuss things further. This was the CareerZone podcast, brought to you by the University of Exeter CareerZone. You can find this series on iTunes, Spotify and Podbean, so do subscribe and follow to keep up with our latest releases. And we would love to hear from you, so if there's something on your mind, then share your thoughts or questions on Instagram at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone or Twitter at UOE Careers. Include hashtag Career Zone podcast and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes. Finally, of course, you can find out more information about all the support we offer at exeter.ac.uk slash careers.